Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Kristen Kidd and David Weir of Lux Summit Studio. David and Kristen work cohesively together, seamlessly melding their strengths to provide the best for each of the families, individuals, and businesses that walk through their studio doors. David holds an appreciation for structure, is calculated in every action and takes pride in mastering the details. These assets prove invaluable in branding branding and studio stylized photography. Kristen is a visionary that thrives in chaos and embraces spontaneity. This makes her well-equipped for family and pet photography. Together, they manage collaborations and projects that require the gamut of their skills. In their work, they're happiest when discovering what matters most to their clients and creating beautiful art that celebrates those values and passions. In their personal life, they find joy in the outdoors, travel, being dog mom and dad, to two rescue dogs, Hudson and Hermanito, prove to be lackluster co-workers, but shine as David and Kristen's greatest source of continual laughter and love. And you see that so well in your photography. <laughs> um, I am just a huge fan and they have also done all of my photographs. Uh-huh. So I'm very excited about that and also about sharing with everyone uh, more about you. So how did you both come to photography? Well, first, thank you so much for having us here. We're so excited to be here with you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's such an honor. Um, so I guess I'll start. Um, I came to photography when I picked up my dad's camera when I was in high school Um and just really loved exploring um, and um, developed and honed my skills over the years. Um, Professionally, I have been photographing for, um, I think going on like 15 years at this point. (laughs) And then we founded our studio about five years ago. Um, But I've just been extremely uh, fortunate Um, and blessed to have had a number of really wonderful people um, pour into me their knowledge um, and their inspiration um, and have mentored me through the course of all of my interest in photography so that a business was established and built over many, many years. And then... Yeah, and um, I'm actually from from more of a corporate job um, for about... uh, 15 years. And, um, 
Kristen, you know, she had a, she was sharing a studio a couple of years ago with um, a couple of other photographers and, you know, her style is um, quick, um, a lot of emotion, got puppies and babies and kiddos running around and um, a lot of her style is uh, natural lighting. And um, the studio she was sharing had other photographers who had off-camera flashlighting. And I said, you know what, why don't I learn how to do that off-camera flashlighting and I could be like your lighting guy on a shoot. Um, well, I learned how to do photography in the process and um, really loved it. And then I started, um, um, you know, photographing friends and family and coworkers and um, realized that I actually enjoyed that a lot more than my, uh, uh, my corporate job. So I left and, and, and never, never went back. And I think what we discovered together was that we were a perfect complement to each other in the sense that we were kind of the opposites in our photography approach. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of similarities in our style and the vibrancy and energy and the care for our clients, of course. Um, but his meticulous nature and attunement to detail and crafting lighting and loving the structure of the studio was um, the perfect match to balance my um, draw to the energy and celebrating, you know, the chaos of life um, that is often present in um, our stories and our love and our celebration of our family and our pets and, and all of those seminal moments in our, in our lives. Um, and so together it, it became extremely cohesive for us to work together and we were able to create something for our, our clients that I don't think a lot of people, a lot of um, photographers and studios are, are um, equipped, to do. Yeah, equipped mm -hmm. to do. For sure. Uh, and you display so many amazing photographs uh, so, Kristen, tell us a little bit more about uh, the photography that you're doing now with pets and their people. Yeah, so um, I, I would say I'm probably known for, uh, for my pet photography in the sense of elevating and honoring our pets as our family members. Um, I think I've always had a passion for photographing pets. Um, but what I saw was there was a void in our um, ability and in, in what I was seeing in, in people feeling like there was a space for them to honor their pets uh, as family members. Um, and so being able to normalize that experience and honor that experience and celebrate that experience, um, but really being able to celebrate all aspects of, of life. Um, whether that be, you know, our love with a partner that we have in our lives or human children or furry children or all of it. Um, it's all, it all deserves a celebration um, and honoring. Um, and so, yeah, we've just been uh, creating a space where uh, families can, can come in, families and individuals and couples can come in and celebrate, um, you know, everything that they love most uh, in life. So 
you also do location shoots. So uh, you also, some of your photography uh, is of not only the family pet, but also the interaction. And I think that's another part that's really missing a lot of the time. People have standard photographs of themselves and their dog, but not necessarily outside and in a, in a, a location. Yeah, and many photographers. Yeah, you're right. And many photographers can take a great photo of a dog or someone, but Kristen really can capture the relationship. Yeah, and I mean, and all of that lends itself to what we believe is fundamental and most important in what we do, which is we should never be picking up a camera until we understand what it is that's most important to that person um, that we're photographing. Um, you know, we can show up and take a great photo all day long. There are a lot of photographers who can do that. But whether we're talking about a business, an entrepreneur, a brand, a woman who is looking to be empowered through boudoir photography, or we're talking about, you know, family and pet, um, you know, all of it starts with discovering what it is that they uniquely love and want to celebrate in their lives. Um, and then, and only then, can we pick up our camera and honor that and capture that and then create beautiful art, um, co-create with all of our clients beautiful art um, that elevates their brand, that elevates their experience in their life, their connection to the people and the pets that they love their connection to their clients. Um, you know, this is, we spend our lives pouring ourselves into what we believe in, you know, ideally, right? Like ideally that's what we're doing here on the face of this earth is pouring ourselves into projects and relationships that we believe in. Um, and we're really here just to help people see themselves, see those they love, and see what they're passionate about in a way that they've never seen it before because they're able to step outside of themselves and see these, these moments captured and these relationships and these bonds and see themselves um, like they've never seen themselves before. Yeah, I was amazed. Um, I've always loved photography, uh, but I went to a portrait exhibit and I didn't think it would be very interesting at all because it was just portraits. And it was fascinating, absolutely fascinating, because each person's face was a whole life that I didn't expect to actually see in the exhibit. You know, you think it's just standard, but it wasn't. Right. So I truly appreciate that. And your photographs do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you have the, the life of the pet, you have the life of the person. Um, so getting over to you, David, yeah. I walked in and I, I thought I needed headshots. <laughs> <laughs> All I knew was that I had a website. Somebody told me I needed photographs and I had seen a couple and thought, okay, fine. They're really nice. I need photographs. So I walked in and you said, uh, what is it that you need? And I said, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, okay, fine. So this is for your business, your website. 
Um, let's go through and we'll, I have a list of photographs that I normally take and we'll work from there. And when you finished, I was absolutely blown away. So take us to your experience with the uh, business photographs that you do for people. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I can't really take too, too much credit for that. We actually went to a, a brilliant photographer's workshop named Raquel from uh, FIA Forever Photography. Um, they're down in, he's down in um, Charleston. And his, his workshop he was having was actually up in New York. And it was all about branding. It was all about personal branding and elevating personal branding. And that's where like a lot of those ideas came from. And I remember when you came in, I remember that you had mentioned that, you know, you're getting a new website and you were setting up a funnel system, I think. Yeah. And um, so I knew that you were going to need some engaging content that, you know, when your clients saw things, it, it kind of pulled them in and it couldn't just be, you know, we can't just have you standing there just looking straight at the camera all the time every shot you know um, we needed some things that would really you know capture somebody's attention and um, make them think and make them look at something that you're trying to like um, you know express to them so I uh, just have a, a lot of different ideas up my sleeve for that and um, that, that's where that, that came from yeah well it was brilliant and the, the photograph that's on my podcast page mm -hmm. and on my podcast um, graphic I never in a million years thought I would ever use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I looked at it and I said, okay, fine. And then right. when I had to design the cover for my podcast, mm -hmm. I said, wow, that'll be perfect. Right. So uh, I just wanted kids. to ask. It would. Right. Yeah. It, so like, um, yeah, a lot of that, you know, yeah, you have to get, you have to capture the expressions that you want someone to see in you, like when they're, uh, if if they're you're trying to get them thinking about something like then you have to be thinking about something or you want them to show them something you have to show something that you're gonna have them point to and uh you might want to have them shush because like you have a big announcement coming up or something like that so you know there's just a lot of uh different things you can do other than just standard you know like headshot debonair headshot you know or you know the, the you know. yeah it just doesn't you know the standard headshot just doesn't cut it yeah. when it comes to branding like yeah. it especially needs, in 2022 you yeah. know it needs to be engaging it needs to be interesting it needs to be eye-catching uh it needs to it needs to be authentic too yeah that's know? what i was gonna say it, you know if it, you i can't just have everyone do those poses because right. sometimes you do it and you it's look at them. it like that's not authentic like they don't they don't look comfortable in that pose and then look happy doing it um uh, you know um best case circumstances like you know usually like they do the pose maybe they're a little confused why we're doing it but that's why i'm able to show them afterwards hey this is what we can do with it you know and that's what that whole um uh, ending console point is, is for it's just to really really hammer home what you you could do with these um photos and you really you really saw the vision and, and really went with it really 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 well and I think one of the things that um, we talk about when we talk about brand identity, because I do speak on this, is, you know, when we're talking about brand identity, there's a there's one uh, moment where I will share a photo of a therapist, a branding shot that we took of a therapist, and then a branding shot that we took of a comic book store owner, right? And, you know, and you see them side by side. And, you know, the therapist's photograph says approachable, safe, um, I'm here for you, trustworthy, mm -hmm. 
yeah, very professional. Um, all of it's professional. It's just different definitions of it. Yeah, it's just um, more of a, I'm an, I'm an educator and a guide. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, the comic book store owner is, you look at it and you're like, I want to be a part of whatever he's doing. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Also safe. You get the sense, like, you're safe to be you. Yeah. Um, vibrant, energetic, a little silly. Yeah, I think his big word was inclusivity. Yeah. He really wanted to make sure that anyone who saw his photo felt comfortable coming into his shop, that he included anyone. Um, anyone was welcome to come in. So that was a big thing about his photos. So so the important thing was, and the reason that I will show this to people when I'm talking about brand identity is the therapist's photograph, branding photograph, should never be the comic book store owner's photograph yeah. and vice versa. But they're know? both saying, hey, um, yeah. I'm a professional and I need some headshots. Yeah. That's pretty much how they come to me. <laughs> it starts. It That's always where starts. It starts with, you know, <laughs> but uh, we have to dig a little deeper and we have to think about, you know, their needs and, and we have to hear, listen to them and find out what, you know, they believe that their clients need from them and, and um, you know, give them, give them the best product we can. And Anna, I loved what you said about walking in and not knowing what you needed because that, that is normal. That is 100% normal is someone knows they need photographs, but they don't know what they need. And really that's a huge part of what I love about what we're able to do is they, they don't know when they walk in and we actually don't know when they walk in, but we sit down and we have a conversation and we actually discover together. And by the end of that conversation, it's like, oh, here it all is. This is what's happening. We have a vision, we have a path. Mm-hmm. And that's so much fun to be able to, to do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's, it's really amazing how it translates into that know, like, and trust. Yeah. So if you're using one of your photographs for a website or a presentation flyer, uh, it's welcoming. So it's not somebody totally stiff where you have to actually meet the person in order to find out what their personality is. Right. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. convey that in a photograph, which I think is just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And David, then you're also doing some boudoir photography. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I started out with um, the branding and the headshot photography and uses, you know, the off camera um, flashlighting and like kind of the studio setup. And like my, my strength is, you know, pose shots really. And uh, so that translates into boudoir photography pretty well. Cause that is also a lot of pose shots. Um, and with the boudoir, it's great. Cause I can do, um, you know, a lot more dramatic lighting. Uh, sometimes you can't always do that, um, play around create, creatively with um, uh, uh, branding. But really the, the crux of it is um, the thing I loved about the branding photography was when someone saw their photos and they saw themselves in a professional photo for the first time, sometimes it really just blew their mind. Like they had, they, people have uh, concepts about about themselves and they have uh you know images about themselves and when you can kind of show them hey this is what you look like through my eyes you know it can really you can really change someone's life and with boudoir photography it's almost like doubly so you know um a lot of people can't see themselves especially when they can't see themselves the way you know their, their partners see them and men too actually that's not true both men and women people in general cannot see themselves the way that others see them and their partners see them. And if you can photograph them in a way that 
um, you know, they can, they can see it. They're like, I understand why they see me as beautiful. I feel beautiful. I feel great. I feel confident. I feel strong. That is just life-changing for some people and for a lot of people. And that's why I do it. I, I just love, I, to me, it's all comes down to that design concept at the end when that photo reveal, when they see themselves and they can, they see it all come together. Like their whole life comes to them and says, I'm worthy. I'm okay. And, and they can take that with them for the rest of their life. And it's, it's awesome. It's very powerful. So. For sure. Uh, especially now where a lot of us are so self-critical. Right. So yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Uh, now you also do some tabletop books. So tell us some more about those. Right. Yeah. The coffee table books uh, have been a huge uh, passion for me over the past several years. Um, I've done about one a year and I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. Um, they're coffee table books. They're about a hundred pages. They have 50 participants in each of them. Um, they are filled with beautiful stories and photographs. Um, each coffee table book, the profits from the sales of the coffee table book go back to a nonprofit organization. Um, I have worked with pet rescues um, thus far with all of my projects. Um, I have other projects in the works that work with, you know, completely human related nonprofits and things like that. Um, but my first three coffee table books were uh, called Woman's Best Friend, about women's bonds with their dogs. Um, and collectively, all three coffee table books have raised over $25,000 for rescue. Um, and each participant uh, in the project uh, receives their own photo session experience, just like anybody else who'd come into our studio. And they're featured in the coffee table book and their, their story is featured, and it's, it's really beautiful. Um, right now, the coffee table book that we're working on is called Old Friends. It is all about our connections and bonds with our senior dogs and how our senior dogs are teaching us how to live our best lives every day, because that's really what they do. That's really what they're best at. <laughs> um, and so right now, we we're open for submissions, uh, for that coffee table book. So if anybody has a senior dog that they love in their life, they can reach out to luxsummitstudio.com. Just reach out to us there and we'll get you all the information that you need. Um, but that coffee table book, all of the profits are going to Monkey's House Dog Hospice and Sanctuary, which is a beautiful, wonderful organization. They're clients of ours. They're friends of ours. Well, a lot of our clients are friends of ours. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've become friends. That's just the nature of the work. Uh, but they have been doing amazing work rescuing seniors who have lost their home. Most of them are terminally ill and they live uh, with them and live just out their best lives as seniors the rest of their life at Monkey's House. Um, so they're really doing a wonderful job supporting senior dogs that uh, otherwise wouldn't really have a hope. Um, and so we're, we're working with, with them right now. Um, but, you know, the main, the coffee table books are about three things. The first thing is raising money for rescue the second thing is creating a testimony and a tome to our 
remarkable bonds with our um, canine companions. And then the third aspect is the unique photo experience that each person who participates receives. So it's just an absolute joy and it's so much fun uh, to see it all come together. That's such a blessing. It is. Um, but you've photographed other companions besides dogs. Yes. So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about some of the other experiences you've had. Yesterday. <laughs> well, yesterday. Yeah, we do not discriminate. <laughs> everybody, listen, everybody deserves to be celebrated. Everybody, every soul, every creature. And the thing, you know, what one of my biggest passions is I truly, truly, truly believe that any creature has the ability to change our lives. And what I see is a lot of times only dogs or cats get celebrated. But I kid you not, I truly believe, and I've heard stories of people sharing about their lizards, about their, their spiders, their snakes. It's just mm -hmm. every creature has that capability. You forgot a pig yesterday? Yeah, yesterday we had a pig in. That's, <laughs> that one will be up on our stories, on like yeah, our yeah. Instagram and Facebook yeah. stories. Um, she was so sweet. Eleanor Pigley. Eleanor Pigley. <laughs> so, yeah, she was great. Um, she was a big fan of her snacks. Um, a, lot of, a lot of pets that come in. We actually do, I photograph bunnies. Um, I work with Love and Buns Rescue mm -hmm. and do a campaign for them every year. Mm -hmm. uh, so bunnies, I just had lots first... of birds. You know, well, I don't know about lots we of birds, but birds. yeah, yeah, there have been a few birds. Um, and then recently, guinea pigs. Oh right, yeah. guinea oh, pigs wow. were my guinea pigs. <laughs> so that was that was great. <laughs> well, hopefully during this interview, my dog won't bark. And my bird won't screech. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I have, um, my husband and I have a blue front Amazon. Oh, and wow. she screams a lot. Oh, wow. But I will never ask you to photograph her because she hates me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm the other woman and her dream in life is to actually bite me so that it hurts. <laughs> oh no. So does she love your your husband? Is she like yeah. obsessed with your husband? Yeah, she loves him. She has her own little life there. But uh <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. He had her before we got married. Oh see and oh she's also partial to men, but and I'm the other woman. Yeah. Yeah. So I one night it. he decided to kiss me and her eyes got just very, very big. And you could just see, what have you done to me? Why did you bring her here? Get rid of her. That is we amazing. We had a good life. Well, that's a photograph in itself. I think I need to like photograph you and your husband giving each other a smooch and just, you know, <laughs> eyes, like just getting larger and larger. How's it going with the dog? Is that better? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Although, unfortunately, the dog that we had when we got married um, passed away, oh, but sorry. she was also uh, his dog, <laughs> and they were living together, and uh, when she saw me, she wasn't thrilled either, and when she found out I had two cats, that was even worse, wow. and uh, so she grabbed my glasses and decided to crunch Oh my goodness. Oh my no. goodness. You, it, you have the odd setup against you, huh? 
it was a sign. <laughs> it was a sign. She got to like me, but it was always, you know, with some trepidation. You know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. She can give me treats. She's good for that. But, you know, <laughs> if she left tomorrow, I wouldn't be disappointed. Oh, so well, I'm glad to hear that love prevailed for you and your husband. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true. So we've had cats, we've had dogs, and we have uh, our parrot. So it's been interesting, to say the least. <laughs> so um, tell our listeners where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, so we can be found at luxsummitstudio.com, and that's just L-U-X, summit as in the top of a mountain, uh, studio.com. And uh, we can be found uh, on Facebook and Instagram at the same, yeah. <laughs> at Lux Summit Studio. Um, and yeah, so I think that's that's where the yeah. And then we also have a uh, boudoir Instagram account separately, boudoir by Lux Summit Studio. Yes. Is that? Yep. And a VIP group, a boudoir VIP group called the Fierce Ladies yep. VIP Boudoir. Oh, group. nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a very empowering group. Um, it's a lot of fun. You can get lots of inspiration and learn a little bit more about what boudoir photography is, but it's also just a community of women coming together, um, and, and sharing. So that's a great space to be in as well. I also have, um, a Facebook group called the greater Philadelphia pet parade. Um, and that's, you know, a place for, um, pet lovers to share. It's also a space for um, rescues to share uh, so they can share their events and, you know, promote what they have going on and what their needs are. Um, in addition to just, you know, everybody who loves their pets showing up and sharing about, about their pets and having a, a great community there. Oh, that sounds amazing. So for our listeners, all of that information will be in the show notes. So if you enjoy the podcast, definitely download it, um, send a review. It would be wonderful. And definitely read the show notes for all of the information. And I thank you both so very much. I look forward to seeing more of what you have. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a joy to be here and to spend time with you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.